0: Howdy howdy. Howdy, howdy 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 howdy. I don't have a good cold open. Me neither. I was trying to think of something, but mm, I don't.
1: Something nice and cold. You know what's cold?
0: Hmm, hmm. The weather. The weather. This freaking weather, you guys. Ugh. It's finally fall.
1: It's it happening
0: all
2: of a sudden. Yeah, it really did. That's it was like Memphis, 90 though. degrees, and the next day it was 50 degrees, mm-hmm. and we're all wearing sweaters now.
0: Yes, I love sleeves.
2: I love sweaters. <sighs>
1: sweaters are very good. They're so
2: cozy. Yeah. You can be fashionable and formless at the same time. Mm. Okay, you guys, I honestly
0: don't remember the last time it wasn't hot. Like, I don't, I can't remember what it feels like before, like, this feels like a new experience to me to be in this, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. It's not hot outside? It feels like I've never been in the not
2: hot, the they, not hot. The last time, oh no, that's been way long. There's right. something wrong. I'm like, can't even remember what did we do last like December. Right. It didn't happen. It was just hot all I was the like, time. The last time Melting I remember our being away. like cold was, I guess, that December Gatlinburg trip. But I'm like, that was in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It Holy hasn't been cold wow. in a long time. I don't remember 2018.
1: A cold memory.
2: There aren't any, it's just been hot. I went to Japan in January of 2019, but 2018, I don't remember what I was doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. What happened to that year? I don't remember 2018. I remember (laughs) the 2017 Gatlinburg trip, and I remember going to Japan, and everything in between that is lost. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it must have, I think it was just hot all 2018
0: that and all of 2019 until now. You
1: know, one thing I do know about 2018 is that it was one of, globally, it was one of, if not the hottest year on record.
2: Hmm. It melted our memories. Melted our memories. I'm going to have to do some research about what happened in 2018 because I just spent all my time doing research on this cryptid. Oh, oh Nice. Speaking of cryptids, welcome to Bigfoot
0: is Probably Real, the podcast where we talk about cryptids and how probably real they actually are. I'm one of
2: your hosts, Allie. I'm Katie.
1: And I'm Will.
2: So, what's a cryptid? A cryptid is any creature whose existence is unsubstantiated or unproven. So, we're debating or we're uncertain whether it's real or not. So, some common cryptids you might know are Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster.
1: You know what else people used to consider cryptids? What? Gorillas.
2: Yeah. What? I mean, whoa.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Elaborate.
2: Mm.
1: Well, once upon a time, Okay. there were gorillas. Yes. But people were like, no, they're not. Oh. No, they're not.
2: No, no they're, they're not. not. They're
1: not gorillas.
2: And that's but how it went. They were. <laughs> they were. They were there. That's exactly how it went. Mm-hmm. Well, in the vein of real animals, we have oh. a cryptid that was real, but we're not sure if it is anymore. Oh, Ooh. okay. So, today we're going to be talking about the thylacine. The thylacine. Yes.
1: That sounds wild. Sounds
2: scientific. Also known as a Tasmanian tiger oh, yeah. or a Tasmanian wolf. Yes,
0: okay. Do you guys know about I'm these? a little familiar. I've seen, like, pictures.
1: Taz. What? Taz.
0: Not the adventure zone.
1: From Looney Tunes. Was a
0: Tasmanian Devil?
1: Oh, is that a different thing? Yes. Uh yes. oh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 I'm a fool. You're
2: not no. a fool. What? It's, Tasmanian devils are real, right? Tasmanian devils are real.
1: What are they?
2: They are a the main carn- carnivorous species on the island of Tasmania, which mm-hmm. is south of Australia. Makes sense.
0: Sure. Sure. It's all
2: coming together. You but know, the, Yes, what?
1: Rebel Wilson's from Tasmania.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: That's true.
1: Or at least she says she isn't pitch perfect. So maybe.
2: <laughs> like
0: her character <laughs> says she is?
1: Yeah, she says she's from Tasmania.
0: Tasmania.
1: Bloody Tasmania.
0: I don't like her voice. She's got a good voice. I like voice. when Rebel Wilson talks.
1: You know what was bad? What? Isn't it romantic?
0: Was it bad?
1: I did not like it.
0: I didn't hate it. It wasn't Impressive. It was just,
2: I can't really remember whether I liked it in the moment, but looking back, I think, oh, yeah. So the Tasmanian tiger is a, it's kind of, it's a marsupial. It kind of looks like a canine or a wolf. Hence the name Tasmanian wolf. It was sandy, yellowish brown to gray in color, with dark stripes across the back from the shoulder to the tail. Hence the name, nicknamed Tasmanian tiger, because that stripes mm. like a tiger. Its head was dog or wolf like, with a stiff tail and short legs, and it had big, powerful jaws that could open up really wide. It's kind of creepy. And the females have a opening pouch where they can have up to four joeys at a time, what? and they are dependent. They're Born into the pouch, blind, without fur, but then they would leave once they could see and had fur fully on their bodies.
1: Marsupials are wild.
2: They are. Yeah, and males are also had a partial pouch, and they're one of the only marsupial species where the males also have pouches. Hmm. They were nocturnal and crepuscular, what is... which means they're awake at like dawn and dusk. Crepuscular.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they hunted kangaroos, other marsupials, small rodents, and birds, and there are rumors that they would prey on like sheep and livestock, which we'll talk about more later, but these tales were greatly exaggerated. Okay. Hmm. They lived in the past, like 2,000 years ago, all across the mainland of Australia, but they went extinct there, and then more recently went extinct on the island of Tasmania, which is an island south of the continent. And interesting fact, Tasmania is 42% protected areas, including national parks and World Heritage sites. Nice. It went extinct in Tasmania. There are some various reasons, like uh, talking about people think it went extinct due to the introduction of dogs and diseases brought over by European colonists, but it was mainly hunted to death. Ooh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It really is. Was it like for its pelt? Well, Is it a- was I'm hunted refer- because people thought it was like a vicious... It's crazy. Okay. Like um, people thought it was like people enemy hated number it. one? Yeah, they thought it was enemy number one. They hated it. They blew it crazy out of proportion, like started all these rumors that it was like a vicious, monstrous creature that would kill livestock and suck their blood. Oh, and people, like a
1: chupacabra? Yeah.
2: And people would just murder them. And there were lots of bounties out on the thylacines or the Tasmanian tigers and... So people would just kill them and hunt them all just constantly, and they were basically hunted to extinction.
1: Hmm. This is sad.
2: Yes. So I got a lot of information from this article that I want to reference. It is called "The Obsessive Search for the Tasmanian Tiger" by Brooke Jarvis. This is from the New Yorker. Okay. So official. Very, very
1: fancy. Official.
2: <laughs> yeah. So thylacines were pretty populous. On Tasmania in the 1800s and English colonists invaded in the year 1803 and really just wrecked Tasmania like it's really awful it's a mm-hmm. really tragic story what they did in Tasmania and so they wiped out a lot of the Aboriginal people mm. and a lot of the Aboriginal species during the 1800s and early 1900s the Tasmanias, Tasmanian government paid bounties to trappers and hunters for thylacines And in 1917, Tasmania started, like, embracing this animal, and it was kind of becoming an icon of the island. And they put it on their coat of arms, but by this time, they were so endangered that it was rarely seen, a, a Tasmanian tiger, in the wild. And in 1930, Wilf Batty shot the last Tasmanian tiger killed in the wild. So it was the last one Documented existing in the wild, and he shot and killed it.
1: I was gonna say he had a cool name, but you know what? His name sucks.
2: Yeah, for real. And then in 1936, the last Tasmanian tiger was in captivity in the zoo in Hobart, and it died of exposure because it got locked out of its shelter on a cold night. What? Uh, yeah.
1: Just. That's
2: a nightmare. We met with a whimper. Yes. And people, the zoo was like, oh, okay, we'll just get a replacement. And then they were like, oh. There are no replacements. Yeah. That was the last one. Be cooler when was to this? your animals. That was in 1936. So I guess they just didn't realize that it was that endangered. That endangered. And they there weren't a lot of... 50 days before that one died, it finally got put on like a protected species list. But it was too Damn. late. Damn. So the Tasmanian novelist Richard Flanagan had this quote, and it said, The Tasmanian tiger became a lost object of all. One more symbol of our feckless ignorance and stupidity.
0: Mm. Which I, mean, I thought yeah. was kind
2: of a powerful quote. I like that. However, what happens afterward is why we're talking about the Tasmanian tiger on this podcast. No, I'm wondering. Yeah, this doesn't seem like a classic cryptid It just yet. seems
1: <laughs> depressing.
2: So after <laughs> the last known tiger was declared extinct after it died in the zoo, all these people kept reporting sightings of Tasmanian tigers in overwhelming numbers. And a lot of people were like trying oh they're just doing it for attention but people who had little to no knowledge of the tasmanian tiger would report seeing it or like naturalists and people who were like working for organizations and park rangers would report seeing these and so a lot of people think that there are still tasmanian tigers living there so let's see i want to go find one right now (laughs) yeah yeah there have been so many expeditions about this so dead flowers um, and this is kind of going to be out of order but in the 1960s she said that she went down to this river with her grandfather and they were just like walking and they saw a whole den of these striped animals like running around before they went into like the brush and then later in school she learned about the tasmanian tiger and was like oh i've seen these wow that's what, that's what i saw with my grandfather that must be crazy to yeah. be like talking it i'd be like uh class uh this is a
0: dinosaur I've seen, that. I've oh, I, seen I, that. I
1: know what a dinosaur is.
0: I've seen those, right?
2: <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> that's awesome. And in 1982, there was a unnamed park ranger who reported seeing a Tasmanian tiger, and he said he could even count the stripes on its back. Oh, like, he, was he was that real close. close. He was <laughs> that close, and like saw it that clearly on all the details. And nine, and then in the 1990s, there was in Tasmania, the wildlife officials were given. Thylacine response kits to keep in their work vehicles in case they had a sighting and needed to gather evidence So it had like a camera I guess and it had plaster to cast paw prints and just things to gather evidence In case they saw one and expeditions were mounted by government private explorers and the world wildlife fund But they were hindered by the limits of technology This is in the 90s the sheer scale of Tasmanian wilderness and the fact that Tasmanians This is I thought this was a funny way to word this and the fact that Tasmania's other major carnivore, the devil, is nature's <laughs> near perfect destroyer of evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So they Tasmanian never clues. right. But the Tasmanian devil is kind of a squat looking creature. It doesn't look like it does in the cartoons. It looks exactly like and it does in the cartoons. and they like are so scary. they're so vicious. Yeah. Yeah. and. They are just like these crazy carnivorous animals that scream all the time. And apparently when they eat up, they eat live animals, they eat dead animals. And when they eat it, they just eat everything. Like the fur, the bones, every part of the carcass. So it's hard to... Yeah, that yeah, is a devil. Evidence. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been bounties put out, like, not bounties, but rewards put out for proof of a thylacine. So in 1983, Ted Turner offered 100000 000- Oh, you got...
1: <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of the Tasmanian devil. This is a nasty little man.
2: It's kind of cute, though. It's, like
1: it's kind of cu- cute, it's like- but it's like truncated. Like, there should be more body, but there's not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and in 2005, there is a magazine that offered point. $25 million if you could produce evidence Ugh. of a Tasmanian tiger.
0: I would have given up my life to go in search.
2: I guess yeah. I probably still You could. still can. It's still going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bye, guys. So a lot of people <laughs> think that the Thylacine might be a Lazarus species. Which?
1: Hey. What?
2: A Lazarus spe- what the species. What's Which are animals that were considered lost but then found. Okay. So this is like. If you're a cryptid and then you're proven real, you are a la- Lazarus, Lazarus species, species, kind of, in a way. Okay. Hmm. So, in Australia, some Lazarus species include the mountain pygmy possum, the blue-tongued skink, and the birdled nail tail wallaby. Okay. I
1: don't know what that is, <laughs> but it's my new favorite animal.
2: Wallabies are like little kangaroos yes Mm.
0: Australia is both a nightmare land filled with death animals and a fantasy land filled with whimsical animals yes it's very Mm -hmm. strange and I would like to visit Mm, I don't know it's too scary like it's like it's too hot will I die Mm, it's I'm gonna I might just have to die in Australia to be really taken down man I would not want to die in Australia that's that's the only place that can kill me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's true. I believe that.
2: But this was an interesting story about the bird old nail-tail wallaby. It in 1973, a fence builder read about its extinction in a magazine article and told researchers, "Hey, I know where some live. I've like seen them like over here in this lot in this neighborhood." And like just showed researchers that there was these wallabies living here and he had just like seen them around. And it was like that easy for like this extinct animal and this one mm-hmm. guy's just like, "Oh no, I've seen that. I know here. where <laughs> and it was right. He was right, and they were real. Crazy local
1: fauna is so wild. We just have these wild animals wandering around.
0: I saw a fox in my driveway the other night, oh, and I freaked wow. out.
1: It was crazy. We're in the middle of a city, not like some rural. What
2: is a fox doing in midtown? <laughs> There's a fox that lives on the Pink Palace grounds. What I've the? Seen heck? it once.
1: That's crazy. I saw a bunny
0: rabbit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're all like, these very common animals. I saw one. <laughs>
0: yeah, but we're in the city. That's wild. What is a fox doing in Midtown? What are they doing? There's There are a bunch no, of like...
1: lizards that live in our apartment
0: complex. It's just crazy. There's yeah. nowhere safe for a fox to live in the city. But you know what else is crazy
1: is like squirrels. Not everywhere has squirrels.
2: Right. Yeah, I guess I just take squirrels for granted. Yeah. We live in a forest. Memphis is just inside of a forest. I guess that's true. Civilization sucks we Man
1: should just go live in the,
2: right we should go live in the forest the forest should take back over yeah mm-hmm. i support the forest yeah another lazarus species was discovered in 2013 a photographer captured 17 seconds of footage of the night parrot which i want uh, to be my superhero name yes <laughs> which have since been found from one side of the continent to the other in australia so it's like Oh, this bird's extinct. And then the one guy's like, I got a video of it. And they're like, oh, they're actually everywhere. That's (laughs) crazy. Man. So the kind of point person on thylacine investigations is Nick Mooney. And this started in 1982. He was a wildlife expert and his partner, Hans Narding, I don't know if I said that right. There's two A's, said that he saw the the Tasmanian tiger. The department they were working for had been involved in the World Wildlife Fund search. And they could not find any hard proof of the thylacine, but they thought it was hopeful. Hans's sighting was originally kept secret from the public. They, like, did this secret search for Mm. Tasmanian tigers in the area for, like, 18 months or something. And they said they were looking for eagles just to, like, stop people from getting involved. And they didn't find anything. But since then, Nick Mooney has kind of become in charge of organizing evidence and sightings of thylacines. And he has said that some are obvious hoaxes, like people painting stripes on a greyhound and like taking a picture of it, uh-uh. but some are very compelling. And he says the most compelling accounts come from people who have little to no prior knowledge of thylacines or separate groups who saw the same thing at the same time. But he does say that the likelihood of their survi- the thylacine survival is extremely low. Hmm. And so kind of circling back to how they were hunted out of extinction, and the whole thing about the sheep, them eating sheep. Mm -hmm. So the original colonist described the thylacine as a horrible monster and built up all these rumors of it as a terrifying menace that killed tens of thousands of sheep and sucked its victims' blood like a vampire. And this is going to get a little bit heavy because we're talking about colonialism. Yeah. But this is a quote from the article. This abuse was part of a larger prejudice against marsupials that is sometimes called placental chauvinism, which I didn't get a chance to read more about. I don't know what that is. The science historian Adrian Desmond wrote that civilized Europe, for its part, was quite content to view Australia as a faunal backwater, a kind of paleontological penal colony. As Europeans spread throughout Australia, killing native animals and displacing them with their preferred species, their assessments of marsupials were as unflattering as their racist dismissals of the people they were also killing and displacing. And there are really horrible accounts of what happened in Tasmania that I won't go into because it's a little heavy for our comedy podcast. (laughs) But it was just these Europeans just invaded and moved in and were killing people and all the animals that lived there and tearing down their forest because they were like oh well yeah we're just gonna do whatever and they had no regard for any anything there so I do want to say that there are the Aboriginal people that were living in Tasmania almost got completely wiped out during this time period but um, and it was really awful but there are still like 23,000 Aboriginal Tasmanians living on Tasmania and they're still facing a lot of problems there but i don't it's just really sad and i wanted to acknowledge that yeah. <laughs> that's good to acknowledge i mean it's sad and fucked up but yeah it's reality mhm mm-hmm. cuz there's still like people that cuz there was this whole wild thing about oh yeah there's no more original tasmanians like aboriginal tasmanians they're all gone and there's like people that are like mm, no we're still here this like you're just making it worse yeah right <laughs> so I don't... We might edit that
1: out. But. No, I mean, I, I think it's important to acknowledge, like, cryptid hunting, cryptid stuff is all fun and games, but so much of it, like we've kind of referenced in the past, is about, like, erasure of... Or or uh, fetishization of, yes. like...
2: Mm-hmm. Indigenous peoples. Indigenous
1: yeah. people and their stories and their actual real-life accounts, mm-hmm, like... Yeah. You know, I think it's definitely important to acknowledge that, like...
2: The extinction of the Tasmanian tiger was a direct, like, side effect of the genocide happening at the time. And all the racist ideas that were being put forth and acted on. So it's really tragic. Mm -hmm. It is tragic. Hmm. So, some people think maybe there are still thylacines on the mainland of Australia. Because they did live there, like, thousands of years ago. Mm. And there was a fresh thylacine carcass found in a cave with soft tissues such as the tongue and eyeballs still intact and it still had all its fur and there's controversy about how long it's been there they did like carbon dating and they said it's been there for 4,000 years it was just mummified in the dry air of this cave but then some people were like no it's only like 4 months old Hmm. so I don't know anything more about that
0: Hmm. Well, you know what I've been thinking this whole time. Tell us. I think that the thi- thylacine, is that how you thylacine. say it? Thylacine. I think that they were being hunted down and going extinct. Mm-hmm. And magical forces stepped in and protected them and shielded them. So now they're invisible to human eyes. Ooh. But they still exist. That'd I was be. thinking that would be fun. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be pretty
1: fun. <laughs> That'd yeah. be a
0: fun alternative to... <laughs> Is that they're just these invisible, cool animals that are, like, living on the outskirts of reality. I like the
1: idea that all extinct animals are now living in some just, like, fairy dimension.
2: Right, like in the third... Spoiler alert for How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, then it's... maybe I won't say no, it. No, it's okay. You can spoil it. Are you sure? I guess.
0: <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> no, you can.
2: You can. All well, the dragons are like in danger, oh. and so they all go to like a magical fantasy world to live. Yeah, that's where that's yeah. That's where it all all mm-hmm. things are. I do have a video here. This is real footage of a thylacine from the 1930s. So it's like one of the last footage. And there's photographs of these things because Mm -hmm. they existed when cameras were around. But I'll show this to you guys. And we'll link it on our Twitter.
1: Oh my goodness. That's
2: that's crazy. The stripes are weird. And the way it walks doesn't
0: even look real. (laughs) But we're looking at, for those of you who aren't going to go on our Twitter, it's this black and white video of this animal that I can only describe as, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a
1: lanky little dog cat.
0: It's like a... Coyote, but not a real one, like a cartoon one, <laughs> but not a cartoon. It's
1: real. I mean, it kind of looks like if a kangaroo walked on all fours.
0: Ooh, it kind of yeah. does. It kind of does with stripes on its butt and a big mouth and
1: a big old mouth.
0: The clip starts with it yawning and its mouth like unhinges almost. Very crazy, freaky. Please go
2: on our Twitter and watch that video though.
1: Please go on our Twitter. Please go on our Twitter. Please. Yeah. Uh,
2: I can pull up some pictures for you guys to look at. These yeah. are some photographs of the thylacine, and there was one they, I mean there's one in like in the 20s in the Washington DC zoo. So it's just crazy that it was like so real and close to us like but it, it's gone now or is it? Or, or is, is it? it because there's so much just wild land in yeah. Australia mm-hmm. and in Tasmania. So who knows? who knows? Who knows what's out there? Could be. So that's kind of the story that I have of the Tasmanian tiger. I like it.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Edifying, I would say. Mm. What does that mean? Um, like educational,
0: I guess. Okay.
1: Like you've been, yeah. You've been schooled. You done got schooled.
2: Yeah. So this Packed was, my backpack I think, a little school. grittier <laughs> than our usual more it's okay. Should whimsical we- uh, it's more grounded in reality, I yeah.
0: guess. Mm.
1: Should we have a joke break?
0: I got a joke? You got a joke?
1: Uh, no.
0: Oh, well. How are we going to have a joke break with no jokes? I don't
1: know. We could just... I don't know.
0: We could come up with some, I guess. Okay. Okay. This is a lot of pressure. Mm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. The structure of a joke, oftentimes, is that you subvert expectations. Okay. So...
0: So let's think. What are we expecting right now?
1: Hmm, something funny. I'm
0: expecting <laughs> nothing so, funny. So by not being funny, we're making a joke. Oh, I don't
2: oh. think that's how it works. Uh, I think that's how it works. All humor uh, uh, is rooted uh, uh, in fear.
1: Oh, is it? Boo!
2: Ah, <laughs> got you. Because <laughs> isn't that true? Like humor is like rooted in fear, and it's the subverted expectations of. Oh, is this going to be like? bad am I in danger? Am I gonna be in an awkward situation? Is this gonna be like bad? And then it's like oh no, it's fine And so your body has a relief response and that's like what laughing is because your body was like it's like the weird breathing is like hyping up for like a fear response but then it's released
0: huh I'm not sure how true this is because a comedian told me at thespian conference mm. when I was in high school but apparently laughter in humans is very similar to the yipping noises that animals make when they're play fighting. Oh, I've heard that too. Like when we're laughing, it's like we're play
2: fighting. Yeah, noises. It's like
0: danger. No, not really. No, we're not in danger. We're not in danger. It's all good and fun.
2: Ha! This wasn't a good joke, but it was interesting.
0: <laughs> it was interesting and it was light. And yeah. I feel like earlier I was making some good jokes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. you're very funny.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I'm amazing. It's so, tr- do you guys think that there are still? thylacines Mm. or tasmanian tigers out there i'm at a nine okay oh wow
1: Okay. yeah
2: i definitely
0: believe that maybe there's not very many but there's still some around there's still some around
2: i believe there there could still be some around and a lot of other like credible people think there might still be some around it's not it is a little fringy Mm -hmm. but not that far out there so i don't i don't know where i am Maybe like a six or seven, okay. I think. Maybe a six. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I did the research, but I, I I really have no idea. Yeah, too much information. Yeah. What do you think, Will? I'd
1: say I'm at about a six. Like, it totally could be.
2: It totally could be. And I think the fact about those other Lazarus species and... Exactly. That once discovered, so easily discovered, and that so many like local people have done sightings, and it's not... Like, cryptid hunters out there being... Well, because there are cryptid hunters that go out to try to find the thylacine. Mm-hmm. But a lot of just people just mm-hmm. going about their day or something report seeing this, which I think is compelling. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop.
0: boop. Well, boop, boop. shall we do recommendations? Yeah. I what recommend... A, because it's the Halloween season... I recommend Cirque de Freak Vampire. <laughs> yes. It's yes. a very good movie that I showed them the other night. And it was, it's not like a good movie. It's very like cheesy, but it's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's very It's just fun. a good time. If you have like kids or something, watch it with your kids. Show your teen friends. If you have teen friends, just, <laughs> <laughs> they would love it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the spooky train a-rollin'. Nice. I watched The Addams Family, the nice. movie, for the first time ever the other day. The movie's <laughs> so good. It's so, like, I don't know, delightful. Gomez and Morticia are amazing. Like, Wednesday, the girl who plays Wednesday, whose real name escapes me, is the MVP of that movie. Nice. It's so good.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I should recommend a spooky movie. I haven't watched it this season yet, but I've been wanting to watch Paranorman. Mm. I really like that movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it. The soundtrack is great. It is fun. It's a fun romp, but then there's also like a really sad like subplot going on. Mm. And I don't know the, if I've ever seen the it. The animation is very nice. Yeah, so Paranorman, it's good. I love the sound. I love the song Norman's Walk from the soundtrack. It's very nice.
1: It's a great movie.
2: Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Keep it properly Keep real. Properly real.
0: real.
2: Bye. Bye.